0: Hi friends, welcome to the Start Thriving podcast, where trauma survivors come to thrive. Each week, we will explore topics surrounding self-discovery, emotional processing, and reclaiming your power from past trauma. I am your trauma-healing, deep-feeling, coffee-sipping, nervous system-regulating host, Chelsea Bartell. I am so happy to guide you home to yourself. Hi friends. Today's episode is going to be about invalidating our feelings and a little bit of gaslighting, a little bit how we invalidate ourselves especially if we've been in dysfunctional family situations or even dysfunctional relationships. Um <laughs> I actually just finished crying because as I sat down to record an episode Um, I immediately felt triggered. (laughs) Um, and actually before recording this episode, and even just thinking about getting an episode done today, um, I got so anxious. I got panicky, and my breath got shallow, and, um, I went with my boyfriend, and we took our cat and went on a walk, and even then I tried to let myself be, I try to let myself be present and sit and breathe, you know, um, using a couple of nervous system regulation techniques, but I was still just flighty. My nervous system was activated. There was a lot of energy. And, um, so long story short, I came in here to record this episode. I sit down, I start scrolling for like 20 minutes and eventually my feed stops loading. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, okay. This is a sign that it's time for me to stop, it's time for me to quit fucking around and really record this episode, okay? So I get myself set up, I get my microphone set up, my laptop's ready to go, and (sighs) this lump comes up in my throat and my breath is so shallow, I'm starting to get panicky and I'm feeling restricted and um, I knew there was something to process. So I started to, um, it's called safe havening. Um, definitely, if you get the chance, look that up. Essentially what it is, is a, a level of self-touch that helps us soothe our nervous systems. We can bring back um, a sense of felt safety um, when we experience emotions because we, <laughs> safe, havening can be used many, many different ways. but it's really great to have a level of self-touch, especially when you are processing emotions, um, because we don't always have the internal resources or um, regulating abilities to navigate those emotions that come up, right? So they feel too big for us. So what I started doing was I cross my arms, so I'm touching um, my left shoulder with my right hand and my right shoulder with my left hand, And then you just stroke all the way down and meet your other hand, okay? And then you touch fingertips and then you start again all the way over the elbow and then over both your hands to your fingertips and you start again. And you can go whatever pace feels good for you. But I started doing this not really expecting to cry. um, But as I did this and I was breathing, it was clear that something was there and something needed to be moved. And I just had this big fat cry and I realized um, <sighs> coming from a dysfunctional home where there was chaos and there were toxic family roles, um, a lot of what I saw and a lot of what I felt in a lot of ways, sorry if you can hear the birds in the background, we're, we're on a farm right now. <laughs> In Alabama and if I close this window I'm gonna burn up (laughs) so um, but a lot of what I saw that I felt wasn't right that I felt was dysfunctional was immediately dismissed because what happens um, when when we're the the truth seer or we are the scapegoat what happens is we are labeled as being crazy (laughs) Or we are the outcast or all of a sudden we don't belong or we're dismissed or we're shut down or we're gaslit because what we're saying goes against the family narrative and typically there is an abuser in a dysfunctional or toxic family setting that is trying to control the narrative and you're going out against that so they will gaslight you they will shut you down they will make you believe that you're crazy, that you're too emotional, that you're too sensitive and they will undermine and invalidate your feelings. And as I grew up in this environment, I was I was either the the, the scapegoat or I was the the mediator and peacemaker, right? So I was involved in everybody's business. I was I was trying to make peace of everything. Um And then when I spoke out about it, when I I got loud and said, this isn't right, this isn't how our family should be, this isn't how families operate, um, then I was labeled as being crazy or too sensitive or um, my feelings were devalued and invalidated. And so I felt this little girl come up just as I'm processing this, and this little me and she's so scared and she's so afraid of speaking up and speaking out and telling her truth because it had been shut down for years and it had gotten her isolated. It had gotten her um, rejected, right? And so I just, I keep going with the safe havening. I'm trying to breathe. I'm being there and this fat cry starts to happen and my body starts to shake. Now look, if you've been here, this is good, let it happen okay i know that the tears can feel like a lot so don't forget that you can self touch you can self soothe you can rock yourself back and forth you know lean forward lean backward that'll help soothe your nervous system but what what needs to happen when you get in a position like that is you need to bring a new level of safety into that moment okay you need to bring a new level of safety to that wounded part of you so that you can actually process it and move forward, okay? <laughs> it's, it's interesting um, how we want to sit here, you know, for any of you that are on social media or you work in a position where you speak out or you are in school and um, maybe with friends, anything like that there's this moment where people kind of look to you and they're like, you have it all together, right? You're supposed to have it all together. You're supposed to have all the answers. And as I'm sitting here, I feel that pressure of, I'm supposed to have it all together and have all the answers for you. And I'm supposed to have it in a perfect, poetic, um, beautifully delivered way. And the truth is that I don't. And (laughs) I'm... I'm learning to make peace with this as we go, um, that, that not everything is gonna come out perfect, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, (sighs) what I'm trying to get at is that I'm putting this unnecessary pressure on myself because I feel that young, little Chelsea that is so scared to be invalidated, that is looking to have all of her facts together to have evidence to back it up to have all the support in place so that she's not invalidated and that's not true that's just not fucking true I'm here to share my experience with you I'm here to share my knowledge with you and is that going to be well is that going to be delivered in the most perfect pristine way no no (laughs) no (laughs) It's going to be delivered in the most human way. And um, so I know this episode kind of feels like a monologue, you know, or or what's going through my head right now. And that's, that is, that's true. That's where we're at. Um, I do, I do want to, however, address those of you that fear using your voice that have come from dysfunctional families or toxic relationships Um, or toxic environments where you've seen unhealthy patterns and dynamics. Because this opens a whole wide range of wounds for you. you. You don't feel safe to speak up in your life. You don't feel safe to state your worth. You don't feel safe to go for what you want. You don't feel safe even having like small talk with strangers, right? Even sometimes... This can go so deep that you don't even feel safe having small talk with your family, right? I mean, small talk with the the family members that do feel safe, not those who are um, abusive, you know, mentally, emotionally, this, um, mentally, emotionally, verbally or physically. Not those in your immediate household, right? Not that dynamic. I'm talking extended family, maybe aunts or uncles, maybe cousins. You get uncomfortable. And you can't speak for yourself. And there's this fear that rises up in you when you, you know you have something to say, but you can't say it. Like you get choked up. I just want you to know that that's such a fucking difficult place to be. And a powerless place to be. I mean, here you are. Being the truth seer of the family. You're seeing this dysfunction. You're seeing the dynamics. You're seeing the ways that people are not speaking and acting with love. Rather, they are acting with control and abuse and manipulation and gaslighting. Right? But you see through the bullshit. But likely you're a child or you're a teenager and you don't know how to verbalize it. And you don't know how to speak out against it because you're shut down. So what do you do with it? You play small and you don't speak your fucking mind. And then it shows up in your life and inhibits and inhibits and inhibits and keeps you fucking small. It keeps your bank account small. It keeps your friend circle small. It keeps your relationships maybe non-existent or unhealthy. It keeps your opportunities small. It keeps your voice small. I want you to know that if you're in a family like this if you're in a position of dysfunction like this you're not crazy you're not broken you're not wrong you are not the bad thing you are a truth seer you are a generational curse breaker you might be the black sheep but that is because you're not putting up with the bullshit You're no longer continuing these patterns and behavior that have tortured your family. That have caused so much pain and strife between you. You're the soul that refuses to pass this on to your children and future generations. And I just want you to know that I see you. That you're so strong all of you makes perfect sense and everything that you saw was your truth everything that you saw was your truth I wish I had had somebody to tell me that I wish but now I get to come back to myself and tell myself that I get to come back to these young parts of myself and tell her that she's not crazy. That she knew what she was seeing and it was wrong. That it wasn't love. That it was manipulation. That it was gaslighting. That it was invalidation. That it was abuse. So many of us suffer abusive situations because we don't understand what it looks like. And how could we? Our scope of the world, especially when we're children, is so small. We only know what we get from our mom and our dad, you know, and and possibly maybe grandparents and, and, you know, a little bit at school. But we're mostly learning the world through our mom and dad. So we have to ask ourselves, Did the world that we saw growing up come from a vessel that was damaged itself? And yes, I am very much saying that maybe you got an iteration of the world that was not the truth, that was not really what love looked like, that was really not what success looked like that was really not what normal family behavior is. You have all the potential to create a truth and a reality that you want. I know that you're so stuck in it right now. I know that that you're just looking to survive. And stay small, and stay safe, and stay hidden, or, or shut down, or isolated, or, or anxious. I know that that's where you're at right now, and it feels like that's all you can do. But I promise you, this world is so much bigger, and there's so much space for you. But what has to happen first is that you realize that you deserve healing you have to realize that this world is so much bigger than the one you were handed when you were a child. That not everything that you were told or that you saw was the truth. And that you can create a truth that brings you joy, that brings you peace, that brings you happiness, that brings you resolution. That can be your reality. If this is you, and if you go through life staying small, not using your voice, not speaking up, afraid to claim what's yours, to argue your worth, to say, I fucking deserve better, It's time you heal. It's time you take your power back. See, what happens when we experience trauma is we become powerless, right? Because we feel as though we should have been able to prevent or avoid or escape the danger or the pain that happened to us, right? We feel like we should have. And this should comes from our ego, And our ego likes to protect us by saying this bad thing that happened was my fault. And the reason that our ego does that is because if it didn't, we would have to admit that we were in an unsafe position. We would have to admit that we were in unsafe care, that we were in unsafe hands or circumstances. Therefore, it is so much easier and gives us a sense of of power over over what we've been through but this is just a false sense of power believing it was your fault is a very false hollow sense of power the kind of power that I'm talking about is going back to that moment and meeting the needs that you had at that time it's giving yourself what you never got It's not about staying ashamed. It's not about staying small. It's not about it's your fault. It's about going back and taking ownership and saying, this is fucking mine. And I can choose to do something different with it. I do not have to be a victim to this anymore. I do not have to live in fear of. I do not have to be in pain anymore. I can take ownership and that still doesn't make what happened to me right. That's where healing starts. When we're able to get out of being a victim and decide that we can take ownership, yet that still doesn't make what happened right. That's, that's where I feel a lot of people are today. Is that they believe that everything in their life is happening against them. That some force is just working against them and piling shit on top of them and making it difficult for them. When in reality, they're playing the victim because that's safer. It's safer to believe that everything bad is just happening to you rather than to claim that you have the ability to make a change. Because if you were to decide that you have the ability to make change, you would have to feel it. You would have to process it. You would have to move through it. You would have to navigate it. You would have to look at it again. You would have to look at your pain. So rather than looking at your pain, you stay a victim. And it's pain all the same, but it's a different kind of pain, right? Because you don't have to look back there. You just stay under the pressure, right? But I can tell you that The pain of being a victim, the pain of believing that you're powerless, that you're broken, that you're never going to heal is so much more intense than looking at the pain you've experienced from your past and from your traumas. When you allow yourself to get good and honest and take ownership and responsibility of yourself and your life, you reclaim your power. You are no longer a powerless person in pain. You are no longer the victim to your circumstances. We have so much power to change our lives and ourselves, and it all starts with us. I can talk your ear off. I can, I can make 101 podcast episodes about the same damn thing. But nothing will change until you decide it's time to change. Until you decide that this thing is not going to have power over you anymore. Until you decide that you're ready to own what happened to you. Until you're ready to realize that this is your life. That no one is going to be held responsible but you. No one else is going to be accountable but you. This is your fucking story. And if you don't live it, if you don't accept it, if you don't revise it, if you don't claim it, no one else will. I know this all started with talking about invalidating our feelings, um, but this is just where this took me. <laughs> and everything's a fucking journey. So I know that this message is really speaking heavily for someone. And if that's you, and if you're ready to claim ownership of your shit and start healing, you can apply to work with me. I see you, and I will support you, and I will encourage you, and I will help you take ownership and feel through these feelings. Before I ramble on anymore. Um, I just wanted to close this out with a quick regulating exercise (sighs) because we all need more regulation in our day because we kind of live in a traumatic fucking culture that just perpetuates traumatic fucking culture. (laughs) So take a minute with me, whether you're in your car, whether you're walking, whether you're in the library, whether you are doing laundry, whether you're just laying in bed, I just want you to take a moment, and I'd like for you to place your hands on your heart. And if you're somewhere public, just imagine that you're holding your heart, okay? And what I want for you to do is to take a deep breath in. And pause at the top. And slowly exhale through your mouth. Let's take another deep breath in. Pause at the top, and slowly exhale through your mouth. Take another deep breath in, pause at the top, and slowly exhale through your mouth. feel more present in your body. Let yourself be there. Let yourself be curious. Let yourself be aware of something that you didn't see before.